Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome, friends, to episode 101 of the Two Vets, or is it 101 or is it 99.75? Anyway, of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by a man who has just emerged from his bunker, covered in toilet paper, shining with alcohol-based hand sanitizer, and holding his microphone with his elbows. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you? Good, mate. Good, Robbie. We, we've increased the distance, haven't we, mate? We're now one and a half metres from each other. This is, this is now a 100% no-spooning podcast. <laughs> Spooning. Spoon, spooning handshakes, you know. We're doing elbow bumps on greeting, aren't we now? Oh, we are, that's right, yep. yeah. And the Wuhan handshake. The Wuhan, yeah. Have you done the um the, the foot one? I've always that's won- the Wuhan handshake. Oh, that's the Wuhan yeah. one, is it? Right. I thought, that's, I thought that started off in Iran, that one. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it started because of Wuhan, but, you know, I, I don't know if I'm coordinated enough, Lewis, to be able to tap my feet without falling over. Well, I did offer, offer one to my brother, and he said, I can't do that one because I can't stand on one foot. I went, all right, fair enough. We'll do the elbow bump. And what and what if someone stood in dog poo as well and they don't know about Ooh, it? Then they're, then they're spreading dog poo. From they're you know? passing that around, you reckon, foot oh, to foot. It'd be unlikely that anyone's got any you know dog poo on their elbow. So, you know, so you should be okay from that. You don't know, but, but you meant to sneeze into your elbow. And oh. cough into your elbows, that's, that's full of disease. Well, that's, well, I guess you're doing it on the other side of it, aren't you? Because I actually thought about this as I was driving in, thinking that we probably do the elbow bump rather than the handshake. Yes, um, have well you, prepared. Have you been able to elbow bump so far without uh, without you know cracking a smile, you know, without going, oh my goodness, I can't believe we're doing this? It's a cool way to go, isn't it? I've I, had a few people in consults, you know, wanting to shake, and I go, nah, I can't do that, sorry. Can't do it, Elbow man. bump. Yeah. El- fist el- bump. Fist bump. I, the first time I've done a fist bump with a, you know... 70, 60, 70 or 80 year old man Yeah That's, that's kind of all Let's get, Getting different. down with the kids um, I've actually got it, So To get let's, let's move away from Corona But to speak about um, About fist bumping and stuff I've actually thought previously Because you know how awkward it is Lewis When you're walking out of the toilet At a function or something like that And you see someone That you haven't seen for a while Right You're about to walk in And they're about to walk out And you go I know That at best, your hands are wet because you've just washed your hands and probably haven't dried them properly, right? At worst, they're wet for another reason or they've just been touching a part of your anatomy. So I've tried to institute, Lewis, doing the fist bump on the way out of the toilet because nobody's holding that part of their anatomy with their knuckles. Right. No, they're not. Well, maybe they are now. Well, they, they might part be of it? Or maybe their elbows, do you think? <laughs> Yeah, be a bit harder. You'd be sort of hunched over. You might get it on the on the, on the inside of your pant leg. Do you think maybe? You know, that'd be a bit more difficult. This isn't another Will Anderson story, is it? You met him in the toilets at P- Puffing Billy. Uh, no, 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 no was that, that was that was Charlie. Charlie, yeah, right. Charlie, uh, Charlie Pickering, Charlie Pickering. Yeah, no, no, I was no, I was that hovering one. outside the toilet talking to Will Anderson. You know, <laughs> waiting I, for I, Charlie. I, I, I was I saw Charlie in going into the toilet, but I didn't know him, so I didn't fist bump him or anything. I just held the door open for him. <laughs> the door. Yeah. Of the cubic 
cubicle. They, yeah, the, the cubicle. That's right. And I said, "Oh, look, sorry, mate. I didn't <laughs> flush properly. Was, <laughs> yeah, need another you know, flush. Need, needs another flush. I've tried putting some toilet paper on. They just wasn't expecting a TV celebrity to walk in straight after me. You know, would have been worse if it had been like Rhonda Birchmore or Ida Buttrose or something like that. I don't know. I was just thinking of two two random TV people <laughs> in the male toilets. That would have been awkward. I must admit. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Four minutes in, and we're on toilet humans. Yeah, it's good, oh, mate. It's great. It's yeah. been a long time. Actually, we. It's uh, been a minute. Absolutely. It has been a while. We've been a few episodes last week. Big thank you to Deb oh, for yeah. filling in the hot seat. Now, uh, did you uh, manage to avoid having to do any of the dishes or housework <laughs> or anything? Because it was a fairly glowing first five minutes of last week's uh, uh, podcast, mate. Yeah, I believe uh, you know described as uh, The Rock uh, and uh, The Rock Star, yes. the lead singer of my band and yes. all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you like mate, that. Were you, were you trying to make up for something? Yeah, were you, <laughs> had you been out the night before or something like that and you're trying to trying to clamber yourself back out of the hole? Because that sounded like some serious, uh, you know, serious sucking up there. Very close to Valentine's Day, mate. Very close. Oh, Month guys- off. A month off. A month off, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's I had to, had to warm up for next year. Oh, oh you got to you start working eleven months out, do you? You kind of like kind of like the supermarkets, you yeah. know. You just start advertising with months in advance. Did you like my Genesis reference? I thought you'd appreciate that. Is that not really your thing? Um, the pop look, culture. That that was. I don't know if if, if Genesis has ever been um, described as popular culture for the last twenty five years. <laughs> I did but get the reference. Pe- Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when Phil Collins took over Peter Peter Gabriel. Yeah. And then Genesis took off. And that's when they went on. Yeah, Major yeah. commercial success. I thought, yeah, I felt we were moving along those lines, the podcast. Well it could have been. You know, how how's the list, you know, the listeners going well, last week? Just huge. I do want to bring it up, mate. Last yeah. week's episode Spiked. Biggest downloads ever. Wow. Yeah, uh, well, triple. Is is that because the uh the the 99.5 sounded like it was an, an FM radio station. Welcome to 99.5 FM on Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. Too much talking of pets is barely enough. We're joined here by Deb. Deb Kirkham, how are you going, Deb? Oh, I'm good, thanks, Lewis. No, that's great, Deb. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, they about the coronavirus. And let's cross to Timmy and the Black Thunders out on the street giving away sun hats. <laughs> oh, there's traffic on the Monash. Some dogs are taking a dump out in the off dog park. Back to you in the studio. Very good, mate. Very good. So is that is that it? You know, is it the the, the FM the FM vibe that got the listeners up? No, you no think? I think it's probably just Deb's got a lot of friends. I think. Oh, there is that. Yeah, <laughs> she's gone. Oh, finally, he's let me onto the onto yeah, the podcast. I'm on now. Got to get everyone listening. Yeah, numbers are through the roof, mate. Oh, huge. Yeah, massive. Huge. Speaking of huge numbers, mm-hmm. um, uh, I think you said that you were going to put a uh, uh, thing out on the. Um, uh, the end of the podcast last week, asking whether or not people wanted to come to an outside broadcast. Yes, but, a um, live show. But, but unfortunately, due to the, the, this um, uh, coronavirus mayhem, Lewis, you know, uh, yeah, as it turned out, we had we had four hundred ninety nine people, wasn't it, that, yeah. that declared their uh, their willingness to want to come? Yeah, look, I was making a tally of the RSVPs. We had an Instagram replies, we had some on Facebook, we had a couple of e- wow. uh, quite a few emails that came through. And you're Anyone right, on TikTok. You keep telling me about TikTok. Did anyone reply on yeah, TikTok? A few dancers, a few oh, dance replies good. on TikTok. Yeah, nice. yeah, it was awesome. And it, we're sitting at forty nine. I thought we're safe. Four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Yeah, what did I say four, you're forty nine. Forty. Yeah, well, it could have been forty nine. <laughs> But no, it was four hundred ninety-nine. Four hundred and ninety-nine. Yes. yes. And uh, and then I got a phone call. Yes. My dad. Oh, Mr. K. He's coming. Oh, Doctor. He, uh, Dr. K. Thanks. Dr. K. Dr. K. He's coming. And that took us to 500. Oh, no. And now we can't have it. Because the government's just enacted their thing saying yes. the group gathering's over 500 people. It's over. It's so, over. It's off. So it's postponed. Postponed. Yes. Well, Which well, doesn't, su- doesn't surprise our listeners a bit, I'm sure. Um, yes. Yeah, so so we'll, uh, we will do an OB. Um 
we're, we're, for we'll a hundredth. Still, we'll still we keep it at the hundredth. We haven't done a hundredth. No, no, give it give the today's 101. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is 101. We'll move on. We'll move on. We never had a hundred, but we will. We'll get there once we'll, this craziness of stuff, COVID oh, okay. going on, uh, and and world gets back to the world gets back to normal. Hey, now I actually um, was having a a look online, and I actually found some um, frequently asked questions about that uh, that dog that got the yeah. um, that, that was tested in um, in Hong Kong a yeah. couple of weeks ago, and I thought I was just going to read through those those frequently asked questions. We, we might have actually done them last week, mate. Oh, did you do that in last week's episode? <laughs> or did the you? week before? Yes. But anyway, uh, no. I only listened as you to were. I only listened to the start and the end of it. <laughs> no, I listened to the whole thing on the way in. I just sort of <laughs> said no, no. I did listen to the whole thing, so I've only only set you up to be a prick on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a little bit of the latest. Oh, latest good. Report, Bring it on. Re- release on that dog in Hong Kong. Yes. And for those who haven't know, there was a dog in Hong. One dog in Hong Kong that was tested uh, had some nasal swabs was tested positive for. Uh, the COVID-19 or for the, uh, I guess, uh, the human coronavirus that we we're worried about around yeah. the world. Um, and a little bit of an update. Fi- this will be our final update on this dog, I reckon. This is from- Oh, no, that, sound- that sounds pretty dire. <laughs> you know, it's, it doesn't well, for sound- us, doesn't- oh, the for dog's going to keep going. Oh, the dog's going to yeah, keep going. Yeah, but potentially oh, we're going to be iso- isolated from yeah. now on. <laughs> be doing them on the phone, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, this is from the Government of Hong Kong Special Administrative Region press release. A spokesman for the Agriculture, Fisheries and Conservation Department in Hong Kong, AFCD, said today, now that's on March the 12th, we're recording March the 14th, that the blood test result of a pet dog which repeatedly tested weak positive for COVID-19 virus was is negative. For, so, so negative for antibodies. The blood yeah. test is negative for antibodies. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's where what you're going. saying. Yeah. yeah. So, the AFCD collected continues collected samples from the dog five times for tests since last February and detect low levels of the COVID nineteen virus from its nasal and oral cavity samples. So, basically, what uh, we talked about this, or I talked about this previously on the podcast, is it's indicated from it was living with someone who had COVID mm. and it got uh, picked it up in the environment, been coughed on, sneezed on, licked a surface, something like that. Like a snotty nose. Yeah, yeah. And But given it was detected several times over, over a week or mm. so, the indication was that it had actually replicated and had the dog had become infected. It was persisting. Infected. Yeah. It was persisting. Yeah. Yeah. A blood sample was also taken for the dog on March the 3rd for serological testing and the result is... Serological means? Uh, blood testing. Yeah, no, no, what does it, but, but serological, it is a test you do on a blood, but it, you're looking for antibodies. So you're actually yeah. looking for, yeah, so it's, yeah. yeah it mentions that. Uh, and the result is negative. The negative result indicates that there is not a strong immune response and there is not measurable amounts of antibodies in the blood Happy at days. this stage. Yeah. The negative serological test does, result does not suggest the dog has not been infected with the virus. Mm. It is known in some asymptomatic, so um, humans without symptoms, or mild cases of human infections with other types of coronavirus that antibodies may not always develop. Right. It's also not uncommon in the early stage of infections to have a negative result for the antibodies, as often it takes 14 days or more for measurable levels of antibodies to be detected. So they're hedging their bets a little bit. Another blood sample will be taken later for further testing. On the other hand, the department, together with the School of Public Health at the University of Hong Kong, has conducted gene sequencing of the COVID-19 virus. Mm-hmm. So looked at the DNA, I guess, in the in the virus, or RNA. RNA and virus. Yeah, it's an RNA, RNA. RNA, I think, yeah. But that's very similar to DNA. It's yep. just, just one letter One letter different. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. R and D. Yeah, <laughs> it's technical. 
found from the dog and it's close contact persons who are confirmed infected. The viral sequences are very similar. So they're trying to say, well, it's probably the same virus that the owner had. Yeah. The sequence results indicate the virus likely spread from the infected persons and subsequently infected the dog. The spokesperson, they say man, but we'll say person. Person. Emphasize there is currently no evidence that pet animals can be a source of infection of COVID-19 or that they can become sick. Apart from maintaining good hygiene practices, pet owners need not be overly concerned and under no circumstances should they abandon their pets. Mm-hmm. So I guess the things we want to good take home messages, there's no evidence that pets play a role in human infection of Correct. COVID-19. Tick. The major risk remains human to human contact. Shaking yes. your hand, coughing, all that stuff, aerosols. Taking a selfie with Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's yep. right. You're standing next to Trump D- yeah, and or Melania. Trump's, Trump's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah that, right. Those are bad things. Ivanka. Ivanka. Yep. And uh, hand hygiene is important around yes. your pets. You know, wash your hands as usual. Um, and maybe if you're infected with COVID, you get a positive, maybe handle your pet a little bit less is yeah. a potential possibility. Don't sneeze in its face. No. Cough. I think coughing's. The, I don't think sneezing's part of it, isn't it? That's what they say. Oh, wait, whichever way you're emitting droplets from your body, don't do it around your pet. But we're vets. We're not humans. No, no, so we, no. Don't, we are humans, but we, we're not we are human humans, doctors. But but as vets, can we say don't cover your dog in your you know fluid droplets? You know, oh, even right. even just from a you know just a you know just a, a, an animal welfare an, point of view, an, Lewis, uneducated. Can we, just common sense perspective. Just a common sense perspective of don't cover your dog in bodily fluid droplets. Yes. Yeah, we okay. Is that, yeah, okay, that we, can, good. we can we can run with that as the two vets talk pets. You know, um, uh, well, yeah, the, yeah, COVID, uh, the, pl- the yeah. plank, the plank, yeah, the, the plank, the, 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 the COVID plank, the baseline. Don't lick your pet, or 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 let your dog lick your snotty nose. That's yes. no good. Mm. Now, speaking of snotty noses, but one thing, yes, the last thing is keep it in perspective. It creates a lot of hysteria, this sort of stuff. Yes. Yes, it is a case of what we might call reverse zoonosis. Yep. Where an animal has caught something from a human. Mm. But this is one dog worldwide. Yes. There's 132, as of today, about 132,000 cases of confirmed cases of COVID that have tested positive in humans. Yes. And there's one dog showed no signs, didn't give it to humans is not passing it on. So just keep that in perspective, everyone, that your pets are not going to be the source at this stage of coronavirus. It'd be much more likely that a dog would get a bad haircut from their owner, you know, on a on a TV show. They've made themselves a look up like a lion or a puffy cloud or a unicorn or something like that than them falling ill from uh, have, human COVID-19. Have you been watching that show, mate? Sounds I like didn't it. even know it's on. You, you know? did? You just talked about no, it. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Like, I've, I've seen other, um, you know, you see pictures of the them ads. on, on, on the, the ads and also online you see pictures of, um, you know, fun haircuts that people give their dogs. But anyway, speaking of runny noses, yep. right? So, um, so I've been doing a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, continuing education Ooh. over the uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um, but very good, mate. Spending some cash. Spending a little bit of cash. Yeah, yeah trying yeah. trying to expand the grey matter a little bit, Lewis. Yep. Um, so I've been doing a uh, a dental course. Um, we've been getting because uh, we've got dental X-rays. So at some stage, ah. yeah, we'll talk about dental X-rays yes. and what they mean and things like that and how important they are. The Absolutely, ooze right and yeah, ooh, ooh. No, oh, not that one. More not this that one. one. Yeah, that's, that sounds better. That's yeah, it's better more one. the inflection yes. rather than the deflection. Yeah. Um, and also, I went and did a uh, a conference um, uh, on pharmacology and um, and therapeutics, which 
some parts were really, really good and some parts when they were going on about pharmacokinetics and different things, it, oh my goodness, it started getting pretty dry pretty quickly, you know, and um, I was sitting next to one of my colleagues, yeah, pretty close, I was getting pretty close to nodding out once or twice and uh, one of the vets that I used to work with, Kirsty, she was um, she was at the conference too, I haven't seen her for years, um, and she said, oh, I was I had my pen ready to start jabbing you and she said, like, she was going to use the little, the, the soft end, I said, oh, Nah, dude, if you see me going, hit me with the pointy one. I'm going to yeah. need to. So anyway, yeah, I, 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 I digress. Um, they uh, called in, um, well, they flew in a uh, an American uh, pharmacology professor. Wow. Um, oh, hang for, on. For the, yeah. And also um, uh, David Church and Jill Madison yes. from, from London as yes. well came wow. over. So, yeah, some heavy hitters as yep. far as um, uh, pharmacology and internal yes. medicine goes. Um, and the, uh, the the American guys going, oh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't sure how I was going to go go coming in. But because I had a, woke up this morning with a little bit of a runny nose, but I'm feeling okay. Okay, and the the auditorium just crickets, crickets. Everyone's in there going, "Oh, good, got to be kidding me." Um, so you know, stay. What a, what a trooper, though, mate. Just you know, continue on for everyone. Well, so I so I went and hit up the back of the um the, the lecture theater, and you know, mate. It's exactly what he, how his joke went down. Yeah, and, and that sort of time, especially after one of the um, the organisers was saying, "Oh, now you know, just as far as this COVID nineteen thing goes, you know, if we organised more talks and things later on in the year, do you think any, any of you would actually come?" And like, like half the people put their hands up and say, "No," and it's like. <laughs> Oh, okay, right, you know. So Can is we it, use it was, telemedicine? It's an ill-timed joke. Yeah, yeah, it's just webinars, podcasts. That's the way it's yes, the future, you it know? is. And then just send people out a, a Domino's voucher so they can just order order Domino's as their, as their lunch that they pay for for the, for the talk as well. Um, so on the last day, he's sitting there talking and I, the, as the stage lights were shining down on him... <laughs> I just saw this this little this little shine of of just the, the slightest little bit of moisture under his nostril, and I'm going, oh no, no no no, we don't need this. So anyway, so that's what was we're it, elbow pumping. Was he running a little fever? Do you think, or was it the heat of the lights? Uh, well, a little bit it, of a sweat on so the brow. He didn't. There was no beading on his forehead or anything like that, Lewis. So that's good, you know. Well, there are lots of people. Yeah, at the end of you have end of a lecture, and a lot of people come up to the front. And ask a question. Ask further questions. Yes. Was there none of that? None, none of that. <laughs> none of that. No. Because everyone no. running out, washing their hands feverishly. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just smearing their face in alcohol. Like, oh, it burns, but I know it's good my, for me. My oh. eyes. My eyes. <laughs> awesome. Um, now, you're going to tell us a bit about the Adelaide show, mate. Oh yeah, Again. yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I thought, I thought of this great story, right? Now I was, I was going through my phone. So on my phone, I've got this list of things that I need oh, to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I forget to actually go and delete it off. Yeah. And I look and I go, I can't I remember if I spoke about it or not. I oh. don't know. Oh, I go, oh. Yeah, so I put it on there, but I did actually say on there, have already spoken about this, <laughs> just so then that way we didn't have to have the on-air production meeting. But that's all right. That's cool. Um, so, uh, hey, how about Zilkeen? How good Zilkeen? Fantastic, mate. Yeah. Great, great in this anxiety time. Ridden use. times. Isn't it, isn't it so important to be able to reduce down some, uh, some of that mild anxiety that sometimes animals can get, worry that they might be the second, you know, the second, Second dog to find it 
you know, find, find a positive exactly. test. They might get quarantined in Hong Kong. In Hong Kong, yeah, have to get flown from Australia to, <laughs> to Hong, Hong Kong, Kong to go to, 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 to go into quarantine with the tested, other dog. Tested every day in the nasal swabs. Just getting a swab up your nose. It was when you were talking about that last week. Yeah, so I think you were saying they took mouth swabs, nasal swabs, fecal swabs. Yep. There's not many other orifices they didn't shove a swab into, did no, they? Yeah, ears. Ears is ears one swab. that they missed. Probably yeah, yeah. not the area where it, where it congregates. Right. No, the well, COVID. But what if what if what if the guy rubbed his elbow on the in the dog's ear though you know i mean that's <laughs> so anyway if this guy was trying to rub his uh, elbow in the dog's ear the dog might need some zilkeen to yes. try and help to help to relax it down that's a great way to go around Al- alpha cazozapine isn't that's it good great? stuff it's fantastic use it a lot but if you had a sore ear you could use sonatix the other great product from vetikinol oh you could is the there ear a- cleaner is there, there there's, there's Clean- no- Nothing there about uh, about you know using Sonatix to try and clean up your elbows. Well, no, it's only for ears. Register for use in coronavirus in ears. Apparently, in dogs. Is it really? Yeah, it just patent pending. But okay, yeah, right. I yeah. know FDA or whatever it is yeah, approval you pending. You just heard that through from Anthea, did you? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, thanks, she's... Anthea. Put it on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also delicate care, guys. Yes. Uh, the the food. How how your pets get on with the food? Um, my cats are eating the cat the feline dental care like they are possessed. They are going through that food like Coles is going through toilet paper, mate. <laughs> well, it, wow. It is. It, it, oh, mate. Empty shelves. Empty shelves. They are loving it. Love it. Absolutely loving it. And I've actually got a dog in at work at the moment. That's um, we've been trying to find a novel protein diet, and it's been turning its nose up at a few of the other ones. Dog hasn't been fed kangaroo and duck before, so we're going to be trying this little dog on some of uh, Delicate Care's uh, skin and stomach diet. Nice. So, yeah. Fantastic. It's good. It's some great diets. Certainly, Olive's loving her her dental stars, as I call them. Yes. The, Ninja uh, stars. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Really crunching away on them. So thank you very much, guys. Get going. If you um if your dogs have got some issues, some uh, some skin issues, or maybe some gut issues. Get a, have a go of the food. We highly recommend it. Or, or if it's struggling to fit through the door, they've got a weight management one too. Yes, they do. Yes, for the dogs only, don't yes. they? Yes. And also thank you to our Patreon guys. Yes. Still supporting us. Absolutely. Patreon, you guys are wonderful. You know, um, hope you're enjoying all the great content. <laughs> <laughs> all the waffle we're no, talking about. Yeah, you guys are great. You know, no. you're... Um, you're uh, we we love uh, love doing it for all the listeners, but you guys putting your hands up and uh, wanting to support us—that's great. Uh, helps us out. That's what's helped to get us to uh, one hundred and one or ninety nine point seven uh, we're, episodes. Wherever we are, wherever we're at, we're we're right here. We're right here right now. So yep. thank you all very much. Yeah. Good. Alrighty, mate. Now you got something on greyhounds? Uh yeah. It was just a, a thing that um yeah because there's been a bit of a thing in uh, Victoria at the moment of canine coronavirus outbreak um in in racing greyhounds. So <gasps> oh, absolutely. What? But no. yeah, cue hysteria. Yeah. What coronavirus in greyhounds? Yes. So um so the the issue. Oh, oh no, one? that's the wrong one. Well, there you go. Yes, yes yeah. yeah uh, so what hap- what's happening is that um, so coronavirus in dogs or the enteric meaning meaning gut um, coronavirus is completely different to the COVID-19 coronavirus that's stopping me from going and playing baseball and it's stopping us from going to the footy and all that sort of stuff. So it is a completely 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 different um, different virus. Bing ring. <laughs> So that's a, that's sound a sound effect, effect. Sound not, not even from your phone, mate. That's you just know? dropping the mic. Just a yeah, mic drop. <laughs> um, so, so the canine enteric coronavirus, 
as far as I was concerned, always was a fairly nothing viral yeah. infection. Yep. You know, dogs would often either be asymptomatic, not show signs, or really mild, self-limiting diarrhea. Yeah, great. Um, but in the greyhounds, it's going through, particularly out around near Geelong, it's just going through all the all the big greyhound trainers' places like crazy. And because it's greyhounds and it, people gamble and it makes money, so all of a sudden it's news. And because there's coronavirus, you know, there's, the news is everywhere. Absolutely. So it is absolutely not the same as the respiratory or airway pneumonia virus COVID-19. The human one, It's yeah. a dog no, one. Totally different. Uh, there is a vaccine that's available for the canine enteric coronavirus. Some people use it routinely. At, at our clinic, we don't. We've actually no. been using it a bit lately because of lepto, not because of corona. Yeah, so it comes with a combination virus, a uh, combination vaccine. Vaccine. Leptospirosis in it as well as the coronavirus in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and it's always been described as a non-core vaccine because it's yes. not a um, it's not a, a vital, um, it's usually not a highly pathogenic virus. Yeah, it doesn't kill the dogs. No. It definitely just gives a bit of diarrhea. Absolutely. And there's a little bit of conjecture about how good the vaccine is. I think Absolutely. as well. Yeah. We certainly used to use it. We started getting puppies when when we uh, worked at another clinic who did a lot of pet shop stuff. Yeah. A lot of the pet shop puppies were actually getting positive for coronavirus. So yeah. we, we started um, vaccinating for them just yeah. to try and decrease the load that they were getting and because they were getting a bit of diarrhea and we're like, oh, if we you know can cut back one pathogen they've got, maybe that'll make them able to deal with the stresses of being in a pet shop, it's which a, it's is a, a horrible environment. It's a do-something um, uh, vaccine, isn't it? Rather, it's not like, you know, parvovirus and distemper that are really, really, really dynamite at being able to stop those particular infections. Um, but, yeah, so um, theoretically, if you've got a dog out around Geelong and, you know, I mean, most of these dogs, they don't go anywhere other than where, they, where, they're, uh, where they're kept. Around Australia. Track. To every track in Australia to race. Oh, but I mean greyhound, like racing greyhounds. Yeah. So, so it's if your multi Shih Tzu goes to a, a, oh. a greyhound racing track, then yes, you might be in some strife. Yeah, it's probably more likely to be chased. Ch- oh, yes. And, and, I wouldn't be taking and, your multi no, Shih Tzu to the, take, to the track. No, nothing at looks all. like a rabbit. No, 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 no. <laughs> if, even if runs. it doesn't look like a rabbit, no. Yes. Um, uh, breathes. Yeah, no, Um, but... So it's it would be unlikely. Your dog may have already been exposed to coronavirus, and you don't know it. Your dog could have coronavirus right whoa, now. Whoa, scoop! Sorry, canine enteric coronavirus, yes. and it will most likely be fine. However, if you do live around in that area, or if hey, I'm I'm willing to um, if we start getting an outbreak in um, unexplained diarrheas, yes, we'll be doing the testing. And if we suddenly find there's a whole lot of dogs with coronavirus, well then, gee whiz, that means that we've got canine enteric coronavirus that's going around. Yeah, we had a, we had a positive uh, on a dog uh, during the week that came back. We did it uh, had diarrhea. I think it wasn't overland well came back positive for coronavirus yeah and it was very interesting hearing the other vet on the phone oh trying explaining to, to, to the owner yes yeah, that yeah their dog had gone positive for coronavirus <laughs> but trying to actually as uh, you know like make, you know, make them appreciate that it really probably wasn't anything and that their dog would get over it yes yeah and unrelated totally to the mania that's going on all around the world world about it so yeah it's uh certainly When I saw that stuff in the news about, there was a little bit about Queensland greyhounds getting it. Yeah. And then there was that stuff about Victoria greyhounds getting it. I really, in the back of my head, I was just a little bit sceptical that, 
and I'm not sure if this is true or not, that I felt that the Greyhound racing people are trying to piggyback and get a little bit of a... But my feeling is some free advertising for the Greyhounds yeah. by actually doing this this article. Because the articles I read, none of it mentioned it's is not the human coronavirus. They all just went on about the dog stuff. Did not mention it all. Clickbait. It, clickbait, exactly. And so yeah. I, I sincerely hope they're not doing yeah. that because I imagine that coronavirus in Greyhounds would be reasonably common, I think. Yeah. it's Well, I think the thing with it is is that, um, you know, the, the, it's the it's the level of it's the intensity that they're in, you know, um, or the intensive um, uh, housing. Yeah, all it's housed str- together in a small area, in perhaps not ideal hygienic conditions potentially. Yeah, I mean that that and that's improved a lot over the last couple of years. Like they, they've imagine they've finally actually said these are the minimum standards that you have to be able to adhere to. You know. Yeah, but I've, I haven't is, been out to their farms. I've got no idea what it yeah, looks like. Um, it's uh, whether or not it is. Um, the virus that comes through, whether or not that's that they've got that and something else, is it just their their overall reduced immune levels from the fact that they're you know athletes? Who knows? But, How do they um, catch it? How do dogs catch it? It's fe- fecal, fecal oral. Fecal yeah, oral. Yeah. So it is about hygiene, isn't it? Uh, absolutely, and yeah. and the fact that you do have you know in a 10 race meeting, you've got um eight dogs, so that's 80 dogs. They've probably come from 30 different training complexes. And they're all there and they're all using the same emptying yards mm. and the, you know, so mm. it's one in all in. So yeah. yeah. you've done some ground. So you did at Warrigal, didn't you? Did you do some ground? I worked, work? worked in Warrigal, didn't, didn't work on the tracks. Yeah, so I did a no. lot of, I've done a lot of ground track stuff and, yeah. uh, very skeptical about many things. And it's oh, not, yes. not my favorite area of the no. world, ground racing. And, and, I, uh, but, and but, let's and, move on. But great dogs to be adopted. So yes. good on Gap. Beautiful dogs on a one-on-one basis yes. and, and away from the track. Wonderful Gorgeous. dogs. And that's true. That's not. Fabulous. There's no cynicism there. They are fabulous, fabulous yep. dogs, Greyhounds. Really I good I love pets. them as, the, yep. as beautiful as the day is long. Um, one of my clients has got a um a, a rescue Greyhound and uh, they call her, like she's got a, her normal name, Ziva, but they call her Pencil just because she's got, you know, thin little pencil legs. Oh, and, and, that's you know, really cute. So it's, it's very cute, oh. yeah. Oh, that's really cute. Um, so anyway, so yeah, canine coronavirus, you know, just because we want to get some clickbait as well. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> so we can put in our title. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Put it right in there, you know, yeah. so as everyone's Googling. The top. Oh, it's just right at the top. Yes. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. yeah excellent. We'll, we'll take out some Google ads with it, you know, canine coronavirus. Whoosh, really, really, <laughs> really, really crank that up there. Um, how about you, mate? Uh, what do you've got? Uh, it's got the disclaimer, I reckon. Awesome. All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing. Please let us know if you missed anything. If you need any any clarification, reassurance, you know, something to help you sleep at night, let us know. Got a question? We're here for you. Yes, we are. Well, for the next couple of weeks... Yes, at least we're planning on it yes. anyway. It's all right, we are planning. We might we might have to do it through the window. Like I might be outside. Oh, good idea. Yeah, so so if you just pass the microphone cord through Run the your cord window, through. yeah, yeah. So we can still. We, I mean, we still be able to hear each yeah. other. Yeah, just be like this, but further apart. Just further apart. Yeah, yeah or just yeah. outside the door there. And that'd be great. I'll be out there with Olive. So when Olive comes rubbing up against me, yeah, it's like I, I know Olive. It's fine. Your dad won't let me in there with him. So <laughs> alrighty, I think it's a good time. We we might take a short break and we back and I'll be talking about. I've uh, got a little bit on pain and behaviour. So awesome. We'll talk about that in a minute. Hey, Robbie. Yo, Lewis, what's up? Have you heard about this new service called Gap Only? What? 
gap only. Yeah, I know. It means pet owners with an eligible pet insurance policy can claim on the spot while they're still at the vet. No way. So for eligible, eligible claims, they don't have to pay the full vet invoice, just the gap amount that's not covered by their pet insurance policy? Yeah, spot on, mate. To find your closest participating vet or pet insurance partner, our listeners can visit gaponly.com.au. T's and C's apply. Visit gaponly.com.au for more information. See you, Lewis. I'm going to go and check and see which vet clinics are gap only clinics right now. On your horse, mate. Yeah! guys we're back now from uh our short break and i've I've got this article came through i'm not sure where i got it from um it was it's it's a bit of a um a summary sort of article i don't know the exact technical term for it but it's entitled pain and problem behaviors in cats and dogs right and it's a long article i'm not going to go through it on the on the actual episode but it really highlighted a few things to me about how animals in pain really affects their behavior yes and it was really um yeah and and the articles it's quite a good one it's from daniel mills in the in the uh in the uk who's quite a well-known um behavior specialist okay yep um and then he's he's teamed up with about looks about 12 other people saji saji denneberg who's also a veterinary behaviorist over in the states and i think he works in Canada and maybe Slovakia as well. So there's quite a few. Gee whiz. Yeah, there's quite a, there's a whole team At least team he was before coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. He's probably yeah. confined to one area of the world <laughs> at the moment, like we all are. Um, so yeah, it's quite a few other behaviours that I don't recognise their name. But anyway, and it just it brought up a whole lot of different circumstances where pain can affect the behaviour in an animal. And it was interesting because this week I had a case of a dog that um, I'd seen it for a behaviour problem where it was... Uh, was having problems out on walks, really quite fearful of other dogs on walks, um, was reactive to other dogs on walks, on lead, was being aggressive, yeah. barking, a lot of... And, you know, I worked out it, it uh, after change, it had a lot of fear aggression on, on the walks as well. It also had some anxiety issues in the home environment a little bit. Um, and so I'd started on some uh, some medication to help with that. And we sort of started on that. Been on a couple of weeks with that medication. Then we started some other medications, some sh- shorter acting medications she could use before walks. Yeah. And then she suddenly uh, one morning woke up on, uh, I think it was the weekend, and the dog would not go near her in the home environment. Wow, just, just completely recoiling from her. Exactly, and she would go to pat the dog, and it was recoiling away from her, and uh, not running away from her, but standing still and looking at her and being really scared of the owner approaching. And she was a, a lady living on her own, so the dog was sort of her companionship, yeah. and she was just devastated by this all and i was you know, i was on the phone talking to her and trying to work out you know what medication we give him maybe it was a side effect of the medication and in the end we sort of you know i think you know i said oh let's try this or that and that didn't seem to help and so the next day she came in and brought the dog into it to be examined and examined the dog and it wasn't a lot different to when i'd seen it previously yeah 
but everything that she was telling me, I was thinking, you know, and I was sort of, you know, asking her the questions that, you know, is it, is it moving okay? And she said, oh, yeah, you know, maybe it's not jumping on the bed quite as well or jumping on the couch. I thought, oh, that's often a trigger. She said it was scooting its bum a yeah, little okay. bit, you know, which often we think that's anal glands yep. potentially. So I thought, oh, that's a possibility too. So I gave the dog a full examination over, um, full full examination. And, yeah, the anal glands are full. Yeah, that's not uncommon. You know, yeah, Maybe it's irritated. No obvious um, infections or abscesses yeah, or anything no, like no, that. Yeah, no, it didn't yeah. seem like that. And, but then what I did find is that it actually had pain, neck pain. Right. Quite severe neck pain. Yes. And I said to her, yeah, I think, you know, I think we've got some neck pain here. And, and, and she was like, oh, okay. So we started on some anti-inflammatories, went home. And she said that then she started noticing, yeah, the dog couldn't bend down to the bowl, food bowl to eat. Yes. Was cowering away from it. You know, it was having trouble jumping, more jumping and stuff. So she started really noticing once I'd sort of identified the pain. Yeah. And it's interesting that... um. That there was limited response to the non steroidal, so I said, Oh, I better take some x rays. X rays, the neck all fine, nothing really obvious, no, no, no sort of a broken bone, you know, yeah. chipped vertebra or anything like that, or anything obvious yeah. um, in the neck. And then uh, then we actually put a fentanyl patch on the dog, which is really, really strong pain relief. Yes. And then actually the dog started improving over that over the next three or four days on, yeah, on the okay. fentanyl patch. So it was a really highlight to me an example when I've seen a dog. That the behaviour, if you just chatted on the phone and not actually examine the dog, you go, oh, something's happened in the house, you know? So, yes. So, something, you know, there's a behaviour thing, maybe, you know, whatever. Whereas it actually turned out to be a, a sort of a medical or a physical cause for the behaviour changes in the dog rather than a purely sort of psychological change. Yeah, yeah. And then there was one other instance that that I had um as you as you might know, I've I've written a couple of books. Oh, have you really? I, I have written a couple of books. Wow! Tell your dog you're pregnant. Yes. An essential guide for dog owners who are expecting a baby. Yes. And uh, and so often I'm a little bit of a go-to person when a new baby's come to the house and there's some issues. You're you're the man. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're you're a published author in the field. Well, thank you, thank yes. you, Robbie. Yes, I am. And <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and I'm not going to blow any money anymore. Smoke no, out your bum that and that, great, mate. That's all right. That was, that was beautiful. That's really nice. That's really sweet, Robbie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, man. that's right. Yeah, it's you're welcome. You're welcome. Touching. Is it because of last week? But not not, not not touching, touching, touching. Because no. we can't do that with with COVID. You know, no. it's just like elbows. touching elbows. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Elbow touching, and very similar to the to the little intro I gave Deb last week. I think. Yeah, it's just nice. Thanks. Yeah. None of this rock star. She deserves you know. it. Of course she does. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, anyway, so this. Um, was another case that I saw was they, they came to see me for a behaviour problem. They just had a baby and uh, and everything was going fine. They'd read my book, done some preparation stuff, done some walking with the pram, now had the new baby in and they wanted to take the baby out in the pram. Yeah. And the dog actually refused to go walking. Right. With them in the pram. And they thought instantly, oh, well, it's, it hates the baby. Yeah, the hates the baby the being in the pram. That's the problem. And, and a similar sort of thing, got them in, had a chat to them about what's going on. And it didn't seem like anything much had changed. They'd been, you know, walking the pram. I couldn't see how putting a baby in the pram made that so much of a difference. The dog didn't want to go for a walk. Again, physical examination, you know, things things we tend to look for when we're uh, behaviour that we think might be a pain um, issue. We do look at the teeth. Yeah. We look for musculoskeletal pain, so back pain like that other dog had. Yeah. We do look at anal gland problems yeah. as well, um, uh, potentially ones. And we also look at skin Yes, disease. skin and ears. Yeah, and then ears. Yes. And I looked down this dog's ear and it actually had a grass seed. Oh, there it is. Sitting right on its eardrum. And you wouldn't think Ouch. that that would stop a dog from going for a walk. Yeah, yeah. Got the... Got the um, uh, 
got the grass seed out. The next day ran the owner out walking with the pram. Perfect. It was amazing. Perfect. So pain, eardrum pain. Yes. Stop the dog from walking. So another example of certainly how pain can affect the behaviour yeah, yeah. Of, of animals. So, uh, so re- really interesting. The, the way I describe it to people, and I'd be interested in your, you know, whether you think I'm sort of barking up the right tree or not, you know, as I say to people that if you're, you know, if you've got a dog that's already got the potential for anxiety, um, if they're painful, so say, you know, like the classic one's an old dog that's starting to get a bit arthritic and then it goes to the off-leg dog park and where there's other bouncy, bouncy dogs running around that they start to get a bit more, uh, yeah, they get a bit more grumpy. They get a bit more cross. They don't want to play with those bouncy, bouncy dogs anymore. I describe it to people. It's like, you know, your dog now doesn't, you know, well, you know, anthropomorphizing it may not feel like it's comfortable enough that if push comes to shove, that it's going to be able to get away. So it feels like it needs to be, don't come near me to try and scare the other dog off. Um, so then that way it's not put in a position where it goes, well, geez, I'm not going to be able to handle myself here. Is that a sort of a, a reasonable sort of uh, assessment of what can, I mean, obviously you, know, you don't know what's going inside between a dog's ears. I don't know what's going on between my ears, but um, you know, is that a, a thing that could happen? Look, we, we certainly, as a big uh, sort of, uh, I guess, a movement a bit in the last couple of years about trigger stacking, we call it. Right. So, um, and, and I guess you can put these sort of medical conditions into that as well. So if you've got a dog that is, you know, perhaps a little bit anxious when we go out and we see other dogs and yeah. we, we manage that, we walk around the other dogs, we don't associate with them and, uh, and we're a little bit anxious, but then you might say, oh, well, actually now I've got a bit of arthritis. Yeah. So we've stacked a second trigger on top of that first trigger. So not only am I anxious about other dogs, but now I'm a little bit sore. So sore perhaps too. I'm a little bit grumpier. Yeah. And then maybe I've got a skin condition. So I'm really itchy and I'm irritated. And that adds another triggers, trigger stack on, on top of it as well. And then maybe you know, a dog comes out of the blue and barks at me. Yeah. And that might just push me over the edge. Yes. So, so we do talk a lot about, particularly from a behaviour perspective, sort of trigger stacking. Yeah, right. And then also some people talk about a ladder of aggression as right. well. So, you know, you keep adding things on. So maybe, you know, on a normal day, I can, I can tolerate the kids annoying me a yeah. bit, but get me a bit tired. Maybe I've got a bit of COVID-19 on board. Yes, yeah. And yeah. you just push me just Deb- enough... Deb's eating your magnum. That, yeah, that's you know, right. Yeah, yeah, had a bite of my lunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just enough just to push me over the edge. So it's sort of that trigger stacking or that ladder of aggression yep. gets to a point where, yeah, I just I just can't cope anymore. And Poor it, Olive comes and asks for a dinner and, that, and that's it. No! You can't, what are you not eating your dinner! You can't have, your deli- can't have your delicate care. No, that's it. <laughs> no good. Go and eat some cardboard. Exactly. Yeah. Some other food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, you're spot on, mate. You're definitely, you're definitely not... Up the wrong tree. Hey, nice all. one. Good. Yeah, at all. Um, now, um, I've got a little bit of mailbag. Nice. We're ready to go on a mailbag. It's actually a bit of a, um, it's, it's a, yeah, a question, you know, that um, when I was uh, at this conference, uh, one of our veterinary colleagues was um, asking, he said, he said, oh, so you do that with, uh, you do the podcast with Lewis, don't you? Who's that? So, uh, so Chris, Chris Gleason. Right. I yeah. have heard of Chris. Yeah. 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 Um, and and he said, oh yeah, he's written the book about um, how to tell your dog you're pregnant. Uh, no, I, no, no, tell your dog you're how pregnant. To tell you, so, sorry, yeah, you know, the how, just yeah. 
No, not, not, tell your dog you're pregnant. Not, not, not uh, uh, ISB nine one four. Not tell your dog how you got pregnant. That's not the. That's uh, not ISB nine four one seven five four three two. Oh, nice. Um, at all good bookstores or anyone recommend retail. <laughs> you just read that off the tattoo on your forearm there. <laughs> Babyandpet.com.au. Thanks, oh, mate. Thanks, go. Robbie. A- and he also talked about your cat one. He said, "Oh, oh yeah. there's the cat one too." Yep. He said, "When's he going to do one for rabbits?" Oh, <laughs> the old gag. Yeah, I get that a bit. Do you? Yeah, I do. Wow. Horses. Horses as well. Ferrets, tell you ho- oh, yes. Chickens. Nice. Yeah, it's all it's all in the loaded, ready to go. Re- re- ready to go. What's yeah. your what's your response to that? Like, how do you so so someone thinks that they're they're coming at you with the most original joke ever? How do you uh? What what's your response? Um, I I refer them to the website. <laughs> <laughs> no. You start, you start citing the ISBN number to. I them just go hey. Good one. Oh, nice joke, mate. Yeah, Jeez, I haven't one. heard that one today. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, yeah. Probably similar to what I do. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the, yeah, the gorilla one's coming too. Nice. Yeah, yep, yep, just just deflect it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm just going to go over and have a check of the morning tea. Over here. <laughs> Thanks, Kristen, for the question. Kristen. Yeah. Chris Gleason. Chris. Yeah, Chris Gleason. Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris. Yeah. Not, not the Dr. Chris. Uh, no, 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 no. Right. This is this is this, this this Dr. Chris is much much nicer than the other Dr. Chris. Wait, give him a shout out, friend of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Chris Grayson would be a friend of the podcast. He Where does, does a, he um, work? Uh, he uh, does a he's got a mobile vet um, down around Brighton Way. Oh, so, yeah, I know Chris. Yeah, married to Tash. To Tash. Yes. Yeah, Doctor Tash. Yes. So they they were both in the year level below me. So oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So oh, so I was good. Um, sitting uh, sitting down to talking with Chris for uh, for a lot of the weekend. Yeah. You know, off a lot of the not the weekend the, the two days this yeah. week. So yeah, it was good. Ah, fantastic! There you go. Nice one, excellent good stuff. Alrighty, so that's uh, that's about it for today's episode. So, um, of course, if you got a question, send it in to two vets talk pets at gmail That's where we are. Please, no more RSVPs for the uh, the live broadcast yeah, because unfor- we're over our numbers. Unfortunately, yes. Scott Morrison's already told us that we can't do it. So yeah, unfortunately, yeah. guys, it would have been okay this weekend. This week would have been fine, but Monday when the virus is coming, yes, yeah, that's yeah. when it's not okay. Yeah, if if you're if you've got a Five a gathering of more than five hundred people this week. You're absolutely fine. This weekend. But this weekend. Today and tomorrow. Is yes, Saturday. As, as of the fourteenth and fifteenth. Mind you, though, I don't know. I don't know if anyone else is going to be as upset about this as what I am. They've cancelled the Mordialic Gnome and Fairy Festival. I just saw it as I was driving down here. They they've got the a, the billboard sign there, and it was uh, it, terrible. I, I was I was so distraught. I had my gnome costume all ready to go. Camille had her fairy costume. I'm gonna go. Oh, I know. Ooh, so sad. That is very disappointing. So, so, so anyone, anyone that was ready for the Mordialic Gnome and Fairy Festival? Oh, Gnome and Fairy. Gnome and Fairy. Oh, yeah. right. Excellent. Yes. Okay, is that a follow-on for the... No, we won't actually. No one said that one. That's not, that's not a good idea. Oh, You're backing well, away from that one, yeah, are you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no worries. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but apparently the Hillsong Festival is still on this weekend. That's fine. That's great. That's, that's, the, uh, that's the, um, the conspiracy theory. The ScoMo's delayed it for a weekend, so he could still go to his Hillsong. Uh, well, he, he hasn't gone to go and see the um, see his uh, rugby team. No, play. but he's going to the Hillsong. Oh, there you yeah, go. And then there. after that, he's going to put a fork at like like when they didn't stop um, people from Northern Italy coming in until the Ferrari team got here, oh. and then they cancelled the Grand Prix that, anyway. They got three of them got sick or something, didn't they? <laughs> yes. Incredible. Alrighty, guys, and if you want to support us on Patreon, you love the the stuff we talk about. Uh, go to patreon.com to Vets Talk Pets. Um, and uh, look, I think that's a wrap for this week. Absolutely. And um, have a look on Instagram because we're going to do a video on how, um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, how you can protect yourself from COVID-19. Very good. Yes. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, you've got no idea what I'm going to do. It's awesome. It's going to be wait. brilliant. Yes. All right, I so can't check wait. it out. All right, scratch you later. Peace out. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.